Hello and welcome to another episode of the Funky Pod Media Cast, Media Friday, because it's Friday somewhere, recording it on a Friday, every Friday, every week, discussing, the dissecting what happened in the and this time, as always over the past two months or so, I'm going to start with the same topic because, well, you're not changing anything. I'm not changing anything, but we still need to uh, be aware of it. Get as many eyes as possible on it. Myanmar is still happening. There's still the coup going on now. The government, the government now, the dictator, actually dictatorship. The um, I don't know how how to actually call it. The forces that are running the country now actually uh, ordered satellite TV to be blocked as well. So they are shutting down more and more contact to the outside, which is of course not in the interest of the people. So again. Yeah, still protests going on. You can see this still on social media. Hashtag Save Myanmar. Hashtag What's Happening in Myanmar. Uh, check it out. You can see still there are still protests on a daily basis in different cities across the country. Uh, people are still fighting back and need, of course, our help. So um, keep an eye open. Let everybody know. Let the politicians know. Something needs to help. There. Even Barack Obama um, talked about it, I think, last week, saying that it's heartbreaking to see how Myanmar is suffering right now. So... Even the former president acknowledges it. Why not the current uh, president, the current administration in all the countries around the globe? Should, uh, why aren't they saying anything? Yeah. Might be that because China is too much involved, but still, um, it's nothing we should be ignoring. So please move, change, I know, switch up your focus a little bit, move away from TikTok for a second, from Reels, and look at what's happening in Myanmar. In a similar direction to, to to stick with like some sad content to kick off the podcast um we also see in uh in palestine some issues again when it comes to social media usage because i just talked about seller tv being blocked and of course we talked about before that in myanmar they're shutting they're blocking certain sites online the threat of shutting shutting it completely down is there as well so um yeah now there are some news that has also happened um to Palestinians, uh, apparently, and and now I have to look at my my notes to not um, say something wrong. So, according to Al Jazeera, but also other news outlets, um, Palestinians have slammed social media companies for shutting down their personal accounts and censoring content about attacks on residents and activists by Israeli forces and settlers in the occupied East Jerusalem neighborhood of Sheikh Jarrah. So. We don't want to make it too political here. Of course, I'm not a political expert um, by any means. But censorship in any form, of course, isn't something that we should be advocating for, right? Um, so apparently over the past few weeks, um, the residents of this, this East Jerusalem neighborhood of Sheikh Jarrah um, have held vigils um, every night to support the Palestinian families under the threat of forced displacement from that area. And so apparently... Um, I know content that people filmed, uploaded, uh, has been censored, even personal accounts been disabled, um, that documented the happenings. There are some, some videos were about um, police going in and just using force, police brutality against residents of that neighborhood, um, Palestinian residents. So that's, of course, rather alarming and nothing that, again, we should be ignoring. Uh, we, I'm simply assuming most of us that are 
well, doing this podcast, but also listening to the podcast, um, are rather fortunate, I assume, because we have internet connections and everything. I, I simply make the assumption right now uh, and seeing that th those things are happening. So we shouldn't take this for granted what we have right here and should be aware of what's happening in other parts of the world, in Myanmar, as well as um, in this East Jerusalem neighborhood um, with the Palestinians living there. Um, it's been ongoing forever, of course, this conflict, and we're not going to solve it, even though Donald Trump says he's going to solve it. But uh, yeah, I, I, I can fix it right now, of course. But again, censorship, of course, definitely not a way to go. And it still comes out, right? It still comes out and, of course, doesn't paint a good light on any of, of the authorities involved, the social networks involved. Um, but you can just imagine how much pressure must be on those social networks to actually um, force the censorship on them, right? Interesting. Come to your own conclusions in here. Uh, if I make any conclusion, then I'm going to get banned too. <laughs> um, but since we're just on the topic with Donald Trump, uh, of course, Trump said he's going to fix Jerusalem, right? Uh, the problem with, between Jerusalem and Palestine it is. Apparently, there was a new account on Twitter that was tweeting in behalf of Donald Trump and just shared Donald Trump's news updates. And this account now also got banned from social media. Congratulations, that was fast. And this account shared news from Trump's new social network, which is not a social network. It's a website that shows Donald Trump updates in tweet form. But it's just on the website. It's donaldtrump.com slash desk. Uh, and it says save America <laughs> and just see like, it looks like tweets printed out or screenshotted and then just put on there. So it's just the style. So it's not a social network. Donald Trump, it's not a social network. If you want to build a social network, get in touch. Digital transformation. Here I am. No problem. I'm happy to help create a social network. Uh, this is not a social network. And of course it's rather hashtag sad. <laughs> um, okay. Let's move on to a few less sad news that came out during this week before we then go back into some serious stuff again uh clubhouse woo, gonna have a clubhouse by the way also next friday 7 30 uh, p.m thai time check out whenever that is for for you guys um talking about media media studies and so on on clubhouse so feel free to join there um, so Clubhouse says um, they're moving to the next stage of development for Android app. Congratulations. Maybe you'll come out like three or four months after Twitter Spaces, Spotify, Reddit, AMA, and what else is out there? <laughs> nice Clubhouse. Nice. <laughs> um, they also say they're working on a development of more payment tools for Clubhouse. So by now, you can see it's it's a cash grab, right? It's like a... It's it's a platform that now really tries to push this monetization thing home, and I don't like it. <laughs> In the beginning, I was like, okay, something new, something cool uh, here, but now it's just it it becomes more and more obvious that it's all about the monetization part, creating influencers on the platform, making or monetize them, probably take a percentage from them. I don't like it, Clubhouse. If that if old prediction here, if this continues like this, Clubhouse is going to be gone next year bought by spotify and then spotify uses the clubhouse tech to run their own live chat podcast platform or whatever you want to call it 
Joe Rogan, they, 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 they slapped Joe Rogan branding on there. The new Joe Rogan, whatever, chat feature. Did you know that there's, not related to Joe Rogan, but did you know that there's a website called Strip Chat? And no, 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 I did not find it. I listened to a podcast the other day, to an MMA podcast, actually more on this MMA Monday on Monday. Um, and they discussed that a famous MMA fighter, uh, Nate Diaz, will have uh, um, an appearance on Strip Chat. I think that's the name of chat, stripchat.com, I think. This podcast is not powered by stripchat.com. Apparently, they rake in 400 million paid views a day. A day? A month. A month. But it's still a lot. And, well, I, I haven't researched yet, to be honest. But to... Judging from the name, stripchat.com, you could imagine what happens there. Uh, and 400 million views per month. Ooh, congratulations, not bad. Not related to Clubhouse. An adult-only Clubhouse. You heard it here first. I am I want credit for this. If anyone of you creates an adult-only Clubhouse, ASMR house. <laughs> I said it first. If you make it work, I want a commission for either the ASMR house. It's not bad, actually. Or like the adult-only clubhouse. Give me my commission. In, in Bitcoin. No, in Ethereum. In Ethereum Classic. In Dogecoin. No, in SafeMoon. <laughs> Whatever. Don't forget me. Don't just steal my idea. Okay, but back to the news of this week. Crypto stuff coming in a second anyways. So that was Clubhouse for now. Facebook apparently is right now in a role of like being like super woke again. So they, and I wrote it down, they added new safety features and creative tools for Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Okay, very woke of you, uh, Facebook. Cool. Why is Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month the same, actually? So just, just curious. Like, no, yeah, we just put them all together. <laughs> Also, we not only have Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, we also have um, Mental Health Awareness Month. And I'm not making fun of, I think mental health is, awareness is super important. So all for it. But they're now also adding new emotional health resources to um, to Facebook. And it all happens right now. So it's like they had a meeting. They're like, hey, we need to be more woke, more aware. What can we be aware of? Mental health, it's mental health awareness month. Let's do something there. Ah, what else? Check the calendar. Oh, it's Pacific and Asian, Pacific Islander and Asian Heritage Month. Let's do something here. Yeah, it feels a little bit like this. But hey, more wokeness. Ooh, good for you, Facebook. Good for you. Um, speaking of tech giants, right? YouTube also apparently adds a new, few new things. One of them being uh, timed comments so that you can actually see when those comments happen. So to add more context. To your comment, which I think is a good idea, because then you see, oh, that's why you're talking about it. Especially if you're commenting on old Joe Rogan videos, because the new ones are not on YouTube, uh, like those three-hour ones, and it says like, hey, you commented on two hour thirty-seven or whatever. Um, I think that's helpful. It's a good idea. Why didn't you do it sooner? But that's a good idea. Thank you, uh, YouTube. Makes sense. Um, other news, further news. <laughs> TikTok. Um, will enable social logins. So now you can enable, or now you can, soon you will be able, that's what I should say, soon you will be able to log into other websites via the social login via TikTok. 
what to do with Facebook right now or Line or WhatsApp or Apple, Google. Soon you will be able to do this with TikTok too. Log in with your TikTok account. Nice. <laughs> TikTok, you're great. And you guys don't have any issues letting TikTok get all the data. You know who owns TikTok, right? Just saying. Just saying. I'm in the media, right? And I teach media stuff. I don't have TikTok on my phone. <laughs> Just saying. And I have, I test all those social apps. I don't have TikTok on my phone. Just saying, I also don't have WhatsApp on my phone anymore, even though WhatsApp just announced that they relaxed the deadline for accepting their new privacy policy. In Early in the year, they came out with this new privacy policy that you have to agree to if you want to continue using um, WhatsApp. And then many of us, of people I know in the media, but just many users said like, no, that's, that's not too much. I, in, down the road, you're going to connect to Facebook and so on, and we don't want it. So privacy concerns, so let's not... Agree, let's just delete it. And now they said, hey, hey, um, it's supposed to be due in May, but you gotta have, you have more time now to, um, to maybe consider agreeing to the privacy terms. <laughs> not desperate at all, WhatsApp. Not desperate at all. I see what's happening there. And no, I'm not reinstalling you, WhatsApp. You're gone. You're fired. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have? Twitter. Twitter, of course, Clubhouse out there, Facebook, YouTube. Twitter needs to be out of with something new too. And they're adding the tip jar feature um, to Twitter so you can send money to your favorite accounts. That's nice. I guess if it's really just a tip jar, it would be nice. But now it's everyone's going to gonna. gonna angle for for donations and stuff like this right like don't forget to donate every every tweet's going to be like shorter and then just at the end don't forget to donate blah 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 ah it's gonna be annoying i mean i i appreciate or i understand why you would want to have a tip jar like hey it's a cool account let's just tip them but i can also see how now every other content creator is going to add a cta and the call to action like hey don't forget to donate me don't forget my tip jar right here it's going to be uh frustrating if that happens uh, well i told you i'm gonna talk about cryptocurrency oh before i talk about cryptocurrency though two more things one and a half more things actually um what's very interesting right now in the news and i, I can't really break it all down because it's just so much but there's a big lawsuit battle going on right now between shall i say not big shall i say it's <laughs> It's Epic. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the lawsuit between Epic Games, the ones that uh, are very famous for a lot of uh, games, but mostly probably for Fortnite, and they're suing Apple. Yeah, and again, I took some notes. So uh, let me quickly look at my notes so I can I don't get it wrong here. Uh, so the main reason why Epic prob probably sues Apple is not just to get money from Apple, but to like change the Apple policy for games. Why? So, and I wrote it down here and thanks to, I think I found it on The Verge, the explanation. So thanks for this. They say the reason Epic's Fortnite got thrown out of the Apple App Store was that Epic um, Rogue updated Fortnite to offer a payment mechanism that bypassed Apple the app store so you can pay inside the game but then not via the app store so that then apple wouldn't get 30 percent. that's the normal percentage that they take from in-app purchases it's a lot and then apple was like yeah no uh you're out of the app store and now epic 
who owns Fortnite are suing Apple over this. So this and the interesting thing here is, and um, let me look a bit closer because my eyes are getting uh, worse. So Epic is not the only one. Epic found some very powerful I know, allies here. Yeah, so along with Epic, we have Spotify from Spotify Match Group, all the dating apps, Basecamp, um, and apparently even many, it just says, I was reading, it just says many more, but there's already a few big names here, Spotify, Match, Basecamp, Tile as well. Uh, so you can see there's like lots of lawsuit power <laughs> behind this this lawsuit so it's gonna be interesting like who's gonna i know emerge as the victor out of this one more time epic battle of the lawyers we should keep an eye open for that this is probably gonna take takes a take a while um also what i found on the verge was the musky bingo and it's just kind of, it's just funny. You all know Elon Musk going to be on SNL Saturday Night Live this Saturday hosting Saturday Night Live. Dogecoin to the moon. Don't forget to sell it on Sunday. <laughs> but don't sell it right after SNL because that's early in the morning here. I might still be in the bed, so I can't sell my Dogecoin. And so please wait until you sell Dogecoin until I'm awake. And I can see that it's like hitting or taking the curve going down. Then I'm going to sell it with you guys. Okay. Give me a heads up. Reddit, give me a heads up. Wall Street bets, let me know when you start selling Dogecoin. So they have the Elon Musk thing, like, what is Elon Musk going to say? And it's like a bing, and like, and check it out on theverge.com. Uh, it's like probably some Joe Rogan reference, for example, some Mars reference, Elon Musk dies on Mars, some some self-driving Tesla bit or whatever, or something completely different, cringeworthy uh, in there. It's kind of fun. Um, check it out. What's also kind of fun, before I then close with the crypto stuff, uh, what's also kind of fun is what you could try. And I, I wanted to show you and I forgot that I record on my phone so I can't show you. But if you wake up your um, Google Assistant and you ask your Google Assistant to sing you the, the vaccine song, your Google Assistant will actually sing you a vaccine song. Yeah, give it a try. Uh, let me know. Yeah, there are different vaccine songs. Actually, I tried it twice and it sang two different songs. Uh, so, so wake up your Google Assistant and ask your Google Assistant to sing you the vaccine song. And then you will get a vaccine song sung to you by Google. Okay, we close things off by looking at some cryptocurrency news again, of course. Um, since I record here in Thailand, some news here, Thailand will now require in-person registration for cryptocurrency. You know, the funny thing is that over the past few years, there's like an initiative from the government um, called Thailand 4.0. So they want to digitalize, digitally transform Thailand into like this futuristic Southeast Asian super hub. And then they do this. <laughs> Let's just, hey, cryptocurrency is booming. In 2020, there were 120,000 um, accounts on cryptocurrency exchanges. By now, there are 700,000. So it, it, there are 66 million people here. So it's not that much yet, but you can see the growth, right? So now they say, hey, let's just throttle this growth. It's too fast, too many. Um, now you have to, have to sign up, register in person. There will be like some machines that will then read your Thai ID card or your passport if you are a foreigner. And then you have to register in person. 
so far you have to register in person like on the website like meaning you have to actually upload your id take a selfie and so on and you get verified so it's it's not anonymous anyways but now in the future it's gonna be um in person registration in order to then uh deal trade sort of saying, not dealing trade cryptocurrency which of course will throttle it again Good job, Titan 4.0. What else did we see in cryptocurrency this week? Um, a lot, of course, Ethereum to the moon, Bitcoin kind of recovering. Dogecoin is around 20 baht, which is not a dollar. Not yet, It's like half a dollar, 50, 60 cents or so, I, I think. Um, yeah, Safe Moon is trending right now. You can't even buy it on Binance or anything yet, and, it's, and still it's trending. So this just shows like how powerful um cryptocurrency news have become i still find it fascinating that bnb being the bnb coin is doing well but of course because binance is making big moves it keeps making big moves binance um i think slowly getting ready to open that nft market that they, that they announced not too long ago on their platform coinbase now said they're gonna allow um transactions via paypal so you can uh use paypal paypal I just learned that you actually say PayPal, PayPal, PayPal um, to make those transactions. Uh, so to top up your account, but only if you're in the US, lame. Um, that's a thing that apparently many banks now agreed or getting ready to enable their customers to do cryptocurrency trading, which then in return, of course, will spike more cryptocurrencies, probably the more traditional ones first. So I'm expecting Bitcoin to also benefit from this. Of course, it's going to be the first one with the banks. Ethereum probably going to be the second one. Um, and then let's see what else will be there. XRP. XRP is now um, getting gaining steam again in that lawsuit against the SEC because now XRP is like, wait, well, SEC, uh, we would like to see some more documents of how you obtained all this data. Um, so now XRP seems like uh, in a driving seat for a bit again. Um, that's going to be still interesting to see how this lawsuit goes back and forth i still expect a xrp a ripple to come out there looking good and probably then uh, gaining even more steam afterwards all right that's it for now uh i do have not sure if i release it this week or next week because i'm kind of renovating the studio setting here a little bit so maybe it will be uh, next week but let's see how this goes i have a few ideas in regards to nfts and since i'm not the smartest person when it comes to technology per se like i have ideas but then how to actually do it uh, I, it sometimes takes a while and i need people to talk about it. and since nobody in my circle of friends wants to talk about nfts because nobody understands it i thought i'm going to talk to you about a few ideas and then we just see if we can make something work all right but for now that's it for this week's a quick media cast here take a if you're watching the video take a last look at the surrounding this is going to change Today, tomorrow, hopefully, and the next podcast should look different. If you're listening, maybe the color of the walls will affect the sound quality as well. Who knows? You, you will find out soon. Uh, until then, thanks for joining. Uh, don't forget to shoot your comments um, my way, social media, in the comment section. Email funkitpod at gmail.com. Until then, stay safe, take care, and I'll see you soon.